1: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Now stop beating your gums and sound the attack.
2: All right, hello, 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 and welcome everyone to another episode of the We Got the Podcast. We got the pod. What do we got? We got chocolate. have oh, yeah, we've got the chocolate. That's what it's called, I think. We have also got a podcast that is available on multiple uh, social media platforms, Spotify and iTunes, which is obviously what I was getting to. There, skin. If you hadn't have interrupted me. Uh, yeah, sorry, Lethem. No worries. Uh, it is actually just Lee and Skin this week. We're without Baslee. Um, So there'll obviously be, you know, a lot more talk, a lot less singing. James seems to jump in with his songs all the time. Yeah, loves getting the pipes out, Basil. Doesn't he? That's for sure. Uh, We probably shouldn't say that, actually, because we will probably still sing. Skin could be in for his debut for a little sing-along as well. Um, This is episode five, Skin, which I didn't get to to introduce in my normal, you know, introduction there because I screwed it up. Um, But (laughs) episode five we're up to now, so quite a milestone sort of. You know, episode to get to there I guess and yeah, exciting times we celebrated by bringing Eloise in again yeah um, wheeze back for the second time it. the guest appearance mm-hmm. 2 out of 5 not a bad strike right there really so just take it easy over there wheeze the excitement hard to contain <laughs> that's for sure uh, and what well, it was a massive episode, really, Skin, given that it is our fifth, actually. We've obviously had to call in some big guns. Yeah. Um, and we have been lucky enough to line up an interview with uh, a man who's just been named in the Ashes squad. Um, good friend of the show, good friend of all of us, Bays included. Uh, and that is Manus Labashane. We'll speak to him a little bit later on. Yeah, looking forward to it. Correct. Obviously we don't know the uh we don't know the team, um, but that will obviously get underway. It's Thursday night Australian time. Which, which yeah, is the first test you made, yeah. The first test that is, yeah. So that'll be named probably a day before you'd have to think. Yeah, you would looking forward to it. Yeah, so we obviously need to uh, we need to get through this quite quickly the skin because obviously the chat with Marnus he doesn't mind a chat, so we'll we'll rack up a little bit of time yeah. there, you'd have to think. I'm sure you two will get on a roll for a while, I would think. So, yeah, we'll try and keep everything else pretty succinct. All right. Perfect. Get started, shall we? What do we got? Magnificent. Well, it seems as uh, it is, you know, minus coming on the show. We may as well start with cricket, Mitch. Yeah, Mm blow your thoughts. Yeah, we've done it a few times, but it is... Obviously, the Australian Dream Sport. So we'll uh, get it, get it going even when it's the off season. But the Ashes, obviously, a highly anticipated event. But we're actually starting with not the Ashes. We're starting with the Big Bash, Big Bash, Big Bash yeah, yeah. schedule that's been uh, that's been released earlier this week or probably last week i guess now yeah um and mitch it's uh, there's a couple of key things to come out of it the first thing and i guess probably the biggest component that you'd have to think is that it's gone from being a four team final series to a five team final series yes uh, which is interesting a pretty big change there i guess when um, and the other thing is that it is they've shortened the season so kept the same amount of games I know you remember sort of by the back end of uh, of last year last season it sort of became the who cares cup by the time that uh, <laughs> everyone had gone back to school after the yeah. Christmas holidays yeah, and work no, and stuff true. Um, so there's still they've sort of taken the feedback on board I guess in that there's They'd made it a lot shorter. It was 54 days last year. It's 42 days this year. So, yeah. but With still, the same number of games. same number of games. So it's just packed in.
3: How have they done was that? Because I felt it like I was it. watching
2: cricket every single day last yeah, year. Yeah, Correct. Well, there was. There's a game yeah. on every day. There's a game at every Christmas day State, pretty much. Yeah. So uh, you'd, you'd have to think that there's going to be multiple so games. What, I'm going to be flicking channels. Well, what probably and this is what people blow up about is that a lot of them won't be televised on free to air. Like they'll be televised Ah. on sort of different platforms. Foxtel will get some. Okay, uh, Seven will get some. So it's It's controversial. uh, Yeah, yeah. you, you probably won't actually have as big a choice. Um, as you think, unless you've obviously got pay TV, which yeah, we do, right. so we should yeah. be
3: all right. Yeah, mum's paying for the Fox it? <laughs> Yeah, it's
2: great. Oh, that's mum's Mom. Mum's very strong <laughs> contribution to the podcast, actually. So we'll get to see all the games. Yeah, that's so good. We're always up to date. Um, and it's the thing that I want to, do, um, to talk to you about, and we haven't talked about it prior to, so you're welcome to shoot me down if you think I'm an idiot, but I'm a little bit sceptical about this five-team final series. And I, I've, I have a proposition to give you as well. Like, I'm, I'm not just going to bring you problems. I also want okay. to bring you solutions. Right. Okay. Um, but the problem that I have, Mitch, is that it's an eight-team competition. Yes. Okay. I had noticed that. Yeah. That is so, interesting. Correct. So eight teams, uh, and we have now got ourselves to a situation where – more teams are making the finals. And this is after 952 round games. Mm. Everyone plays each other twice. It goes for four months of the year or something. Uh, And then we said we're playing all of that to get a 62.5% chance of making the finals. More teams make the finals than who miss out on the finals. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's a little bit sort of blunting the competition and it starts to look a bit ordinary for mine. Yeah, yeah, no, I see where
3: you're coming from. That is strange. It pr- probably, if you're going into a competition where more than fifty percent of the comp make the finals, you don't feel like you have to do a lot to get there. No,
2: that, that's exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> which, really which is an I issue. I mean, you're pretty stiff to miss out, really, aren't you? It's probably not <laughs> ideal, really, for the
3: <laughs> like
2: <laughs> if you're a gambling man, you're actually better odds of making the finals.
3: Yeah, it's not yeah, even now, yeah, like sort of red and black. Choice. Yeah, that would
2: be, be interesting. So people teams would be paying more to miss out on final. Correct. And you are a stats man, so you can yeah, so I probably should have known that. Get us on that at some point. Yeah, we'll I mean... look can do it. And where they probably have got it right is that obviously I agree that last year was dumb that the, sort of the team that finished fourth, like the, the team that performed really, really well, the top two teams, they'd got no distinct advantage from going really well for the whole season. If you're going yeah. to play that many games, I feel like there needs to be a reward for that. So I think they've got that right. Yeah. Um, what I don't understand is why they need to be a fifth team because the IPL do it as simply... You know, three and four playoff in a sudden death game. Yeah. Whoever loses that, see you later on your bike. Yeah. Go for a little postseason trip. Uh, and then one and two playoff to see who goes straight through to the grand final. Yep. Uh, obviously, the loser of one and two gets a second chance and plays against the winner of three and four. I don't understand what's wrong with that final system. No, that makes sense.
3: How many teams are in the IPL?
2: Eight. Eight teams, yeah. and that's what they do. And that's what they do. And it works a treat. Well, it's a reasonably successful competition, you'd have to it's, say.
3: Yeah, there's a few dollars over there. On there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going all right. People seem
2: to be pretty keen to play yeah. it. Yeah, right. Uh, so you wouldn't think they're getting that much wrong, but obviously uh, the Big Bash has decided that they're going to go down a different avenue, so... Okay, yeah, well,
3: I mean, I can't see any issues with with that system, really. That makes sense to me, what the IPL are doing. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to roast anyone for experimenting a bit and trying a few things to find out what fits best. But, yeah, that, that's a strange one. I can't understand why you would have five teams going through when you, it sort of looks like you don't need to. Um, but that's all right. We'll, Correct. Wow. I mean, it'll be
2: interesting to hear Manu's opinion on that later on when well, we get yeah. to chat to him. We will we'll um, definitely have to ask him. I guess maybe it gets more bums yeah. on seats as well. Yeah, Manus probably sure. can't spray his employer. Unfortunately, yeah, it's probably in the contract somewhere,
3: isn't
2: it? Um, And people did specifically write contracts about people making appearances on the We Got the Chocolates podcast. Yeah, it's a big deal now. um, That is definitely in the fine print. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, uh, the other cricket news, I guess, the Australian women we've given, Elise Perry, we seem to speak about her every single podcast, but she's dominated again last night. Sure, me uh, Yeah, zero shocks whatsoever. And that Australian cricket team, they've won every game that they've played in this Ashes Tour uh, and then drawn one test match, which we spoke about as well. So that that means what they've sort of – what they started with, they, went, they won the five one-dayers. Uh, and then obviously a, a win in a test match, a draw in a test match, and then they've played two 2020s since uh, and won both of those once as well. So yeah, right. that is so fairly that's, comprehensive. Yeah, that's a fairly dominant performance, uh, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is thats very. Uh, and Elise Perry... Again, player of the match. There you go, right at the top once again. Okay. Uh, bowling figures, Mish, and you won't be shocked. No, well, actually, she went the journey a little bit there. But first over the game, just pulled two <laughs> two overs, one for seventeen, economy of eight point five, and it's actually not the journey in twenty twenty cricket. Yeah, uh, but then right. comes out with the bat, forty seven not off thirty nine balls, gets them home. Um, with Meg Lanning at the other end 43 not out off 37 balls and she's not struggling either yeah no, really um, you'd take that wouldn't you yeah pretty handy pretty handy game again snow. yeah really really impressive from the Australian women's team all round there very impressive there must certainly be one twenty twenty to go there as well yeah definitely one 2020 to go so that's great great research again and just <laughs> continually just getting things done even under pressure here with Eloise staring at us all the time Uh, We'll get through that, Mitch. That's probably cricket. We've mentioned that we have Manus coming up. Please stay tuned for that. Um, He's a great man, the king of garage cricket. Uh, He's a batsman come leg spin bowler now that's taught himself to bowl leggies. We'll have a chat to him about all of those things. Obviously not a very professional chat. He's uh, all over the cricket.com.au website at the moment. Actually, there's plenty of interviews with him. So fingers crossed that he gets himself into that side. That would be ideal for the first test. Yeah, on Thursday. No, absolutely. Um, Mitch, we haven't got a huge amount of time to run through sort of all of the AFL NRL results from the weekend, but there is a few big key events that we probably need to talk about or, or key takeaway points and big discussions that need to be had. Um, so in the AFL, obviously, it'll be rude of us not to talk about Brisbane. Oh, of course. Now, the problem is you actually – you, so not only are we missing Bays tonight, but we're also sort of missing half of you as well because you weren't actually even here for the weekend.
3: Yeah, I've, I've had a bit of a nightmare this weekend, actually. I've, I've gone away uh, out to Warwick for, for the last four days, I think, since Friday, Yeah, um, which is a yeah, pretty pretty remote area. It's and, not high uh, on people's holiday yeah, not, lists, no, I no, thought. No, not too high up there, but we found some good stuff to do. Um, but I've had a nightmare in that the first day I went out there, my phone just chucked a tantrum. Yeah. basically, and I've been unable to get – well, turn my phone on or get any access to any internet or anything. So I've known nothing about anything sport-related for, no. for the last however many days. I'm well, we don't cover very room.
2: much sporting stuff on this podcast yeah, at no. least. So, yeah, it hasn't hindered me too much. No, you, know, <laughs> you should <I'll>, be fine <laughs> for all the political yeah. chat that we get into. So there. everything that Lee's got lined up, I'm
3: sort of just uh, – just, yeah, just going under pressure, really, and seeing what i come up with, so it was, hopefully it works all right. But, yeah, I literally only just found out that the Lions won on the weekend, so that was
2: yeah. a pleasant surprise. Well, that is a great surprise, yeah. yeah, and the alarm. So, obviously, you're probably robbing us of a skin stats segment there as well. I assume you haven't got that ready to You can skin, no, you'll just
0: have to wait. Easy stats don't go easy. hard, a lot of
3: stake That is the other drama because we we had a good email in from um, from one of the boys from cricket. I'll I'll give him a name drop. Thanks, Ravan. Gave me a good question for skin stats last week. He's Richmond
2: Tigers fan still, isn't he? He is. Yeah, probably a bit biased,
3: but that's all right. We'll,
2: We'll. Won't knock him too much for that. Um, Also, though, we'll go one negative and one positive. He is very impressive in his overall ranking in AFL fantasy, so we might have to actually get him on the show at some point. Yeah, that's true. I'd probably need Riven to give us a bit of a lesson because we we are (laughs) struggling. We found it quite amusing during the week. One of our other mates from cricket sent through like an email to our address (laughs) saying, um, oh, boys, would you mind doing one of these on Friday? Like one of these sort of setups where you tell people, you know, the trades they should be making. Sort of like what the the, trade is doing get him get him get him in get him yeah. out, out. who's here's who I'm doing for captain etc yeah. etc uh, and we were sort of like well that's a great idea but the whole premise of our show is that we, we suck, suck. <laughs> yeah.
3: substantially we should not be giving advice on AFL no. fantasy so we might I, I, yeah. I love the idea but we might mm-hmm. wait for, for guys like Ralph to come on the show and, and give us some real
2: advice well so, I mean you know, maybe one year you know in our 20 year coaching contract that for our fantasy sides that we've signed mm. if there's one year where we actually are dominating going That's well, true, yeah. it, going well we'll be more than happy to- and
3: yeah. as we
2: as we joke about every week I mean Bayes is going to have 19 teams in it next year so I'm sure one of his teams will be going well enough for us yeah. to sort of start handing out advice Absolutely. but at the moment we're happy taking
3: the piss out of ourselves that's
2: alright correct and um, we will get Robin on but go back to his email
3: here yeah so back to Robin's email he's actually he's hit me <laughs> with a good question for skin stats um, and he gave me plenty of notice so I thought I was all over it um, he's asked me basically as we said robin has got, got a fantastic overall ranking in AFL fantasy um, he's in the top 2000 he scored more points in our uh, little competition than anyone else I think by by more than two hundred points. But it's just True. obviously been a little bit unlucky with his fixtures every week and managed to come up against blokes on on their their best day sort of thing. I think I versed him early in the season and managed to manage to beat him by a couple by maybe like a hundred points or something. I just I just Oh I, you beat him. Yeah, I beat him at the start of the season. I suck. So he's sort of had one of those seasons where he's clearly got the best team in our comp and is currently sitting seventh or struggling may not even make the finals unbelievably Mm. Um, so he's asked me pretty much what are the chances of someone being ranked in the top 2000 outscoring everyone else in their league by 200 points and yet sitting 7th on the ladder which is a good question. And I, I thought, like I said to Robin, you know, it's a, it's a tough one. You've challenged me, but give me plenty of notice. I should have something for you come Monday night. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so I had not foreseen the four days without internet access. And you forgot to cater the work yeah, factor. I, I, in yeah, internet. I hadn't accounted for that, Robin. So I've, I've let you down this week. I'm hoping I'll get back to you. By, oh, I, I haven't got another trip planned out to Warwick. So if all goes well, I'll have I'll have something more substantial for you by next week. Yeah that's what I would suggest the chances of that happening mate are pretty bloody slim. I think mm. you've probably been quite unlucky there. Yeah so that's your hypothesis. Yeah that's been yeah. that's been technical
2: analysis of that.
3: Yeah
2: and we will go on pretty stiff. To, yeah we will go on to obviously prove that. Oh well, I actually won't contribute at all but you'll go on to
3: Yeah prove I have that a bit at of of it yeah. next week.
2: Perfect. Um actually speaking of you know the uh the poor old Robin with his Top eight ambitions there. Um if we go to AFL, so we obviously talked about the Brisbane Lions. Um very, very impressive, great news. They actually had a winner managed to go down on the ladder, which was stiff. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we've gone we've gone down a third on percentage, um, which is yeah, debacle. So, so frustrating. Um, but that's okay. Unbelievable win in Tasmania. Got those sort of last five fixtures there, and they're all Ws, big green Ws. And then there's um, oh, the only other team that's actually done that in the top eight is Essendon, who's sitting yeah. seventh. Oh, well, that's a lie, Richmond Series one. Right? Yeah. Oh, Richmond's also done yeah, okay. so <laughs> Sorry, Ravan. <Robin>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: point being, lies are going to right.
2: Yeah. The, the point that I was trying to make there is that. Um, Who's the, you know, the sunrise man, David Koshu who also happens to be the... President of Port Adelaide Football Club. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, yeah, I do know so, him. Yeah. Yeah. Very familiar with his work. And... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, it's certainly a very polarising figure at times, never backward in coming forward. Uh, he came out on national television today and is quoted yeah. as saying, um, if you, you've got that ladder still up there, Port Adelaide at the moment are 10th. Correct. Yeah. But they're not far out, like they're a win out. Aren't? Yeah, maybe a win and some, some and a percentage. Win maybe, some or... percentage, yeah. Um, but he's come out and said basically that. Ken Hinckley's like ultimatum is that Port Adelaide make finals or he goes. So I'm just going to get your opinion on that because to come out and publicly say that, I mean, this is surely like, and I'm not advocating for the fact that we should, you know, that he should accept sort of mediocrity or or whatever, but the difference between finishing ninth and eighth, as you're looking at that ladder right there, you know, that could be a matter of how many Goals you kick, like yeah, kicking literally. one extra goal. One bloke not kicking straight, That's right. I you... know, which I do regularly. Are we actually um, saying, like, uh, well, if you finish ninth, sorry, yeah, mate, no. prepare the resume. Yeah. <laughs> if you finish if you finish eighth, then play on. We'll yeah. see you next year. Yeah. That seems ludicrous to that me. That is strange, isn't it? Um, and I, again,
3: I've done no homework because I've had no internet, so I don't want to say anything potentially ignorant, but I find it pretty... Stiff that your whole career is on the line when it sort of that result also depends on the 22
2: blokes on the field every week. <laughs> sure, it never does depend on them, though. <laughs> it doesn't, they never make, they're never involved in the equation whatsoever. Yeah, yeah that's everyone right. thinks okay. it's whoever's best at writing on a whiteboard is obviously the person that gets the contract because the players just they have no impact whatsoever yeah, I uh, I guess so. yeah you'd probably want like, to like do you call the team meeting there and go look boys I sort of need to finish eight so I've got a job next yeah. year i that keen to get if
3: you
2: wouldn't mind just uh, potentially kicking one straight <laughs> uh, and racking up a couple of posies this game, that would be much appreciated. Yes. Um, and then the other person that's probably, well, both in Adelaide actually, um, the well, Mark Rashudo from the Adelaide Football Club, he came out today uh, again, very you know, in in media, mainstream media, and said that um, that there's absolutely no issues with Don Pike. Uh, he's as safe as houses, and he'll certainly be coaching for the rest of this year and next year, and uh, okay. the, yeah, as much of his contracts as needed. So. As we know, that's um, that's probably stumps on his on his contract as well. He'll be sacked by the end of the <laughs> week. <laughs> The way that we sort of, if that's anything to go by, the way that those sort of, as soon as you hear those words, you've got the full backing yeah. of the board. That is when you know, again, it is time to get that little resume and start changing the font to something <laughs> impressive, because you are gone. Yeah, that uh, is very true.
3: So we've pumped through some coaches in the AFL this season. Oh,
2: just unbelievable! You never want to be backed by the board. I think yeah. if I was ever coaching, I'd rather be not backed by the board. They seem to hang on. Uh, for example, Melbourne. Melbourne are second last. No one talks about them at all. Adelaide are eighth. And all of a sudden, it's like the worst thing ever. Melbourne were meant to be premiership contenders at the start of the year. They're sitting only above the Gold Coast. Yeah, that's and not We haven't heard it, anything about their coach. Yeah, no, that's true, actually. That's a good point. That has flown massively under the radar. Sure. They're having a nightmare,
3: aren't they? They
2: are stinking it up. <laughs> real bad. Um, but safe as house is their coach. Don Pike must look at that and go, what's going on? Uh, Ken Inkley. He doesn't want to finish ninth. He needs to finish eighth. But the bloke that's finishing seventeenth, as long as he doesn't finish eighteenth, and he's right. <laughs> you don't want to get dusted by the Suns, do nah, you? Yeah. No, no, not at all. Uh, in fact, they actually played quite well on the weekend. They almost dusted Essendon for a while.
3: Yeah, that was the one game I got to watch. Yeah. So I got to see a few minutes of that game, and I was I was nervous because I tipped Essendon, and Gold Coast came out strong. But. Yeah
2: um the other well we better get to nrl actually again we sort of haven't run through every result it's really the light version you know um this one sort of like a diet diet we got the chocolates podcast because then we have to get minus that's why we're so cutting down here
3: I can't believe it's not we got the chocolates yeah <laughs> that's right exactly right
2: um, so we're going to go to the big issues from NRL over the weekend the first one Mitch can I get your thoughts here quickly on they're talking about bringing in Hawkeye technology for forward passes it seems to be the only part of the game where the video is not able to make a ruling okay. uh, and they don't seem to be comfortable with that they talked today about bringing in Hawkeye technology to decide whether if passes forward
3: or not uh, interesting I, I feel like they've talked about this before I remember reading after I think a pretty controversial state of origin season a few years ago they talked about getting microchips in balls and things like that so um but but yeah, yeah, chips yeah. Yeah.
2: holy Moses! yeah the season fees go. are gonna go up a bit in the
3: old capalabar reserve <laughs> sure. yeah, huh. but yeah the hawkeye i don't know i'd be interested to see how that works but still battling to get it to work in cricket where they've made it for the last 48 oh, years that's, but that's exactly right. what i was gonna yeah. say there's
2: some ones in cricket where you're like well that wasn't gonna go there um, so I'm not convinced on the Hawkeye technology yeah anything. no I'm not sure either but at the same time you do sit there and watch that game of NRL and there are some absolute stinkers that get
3: missed so oh, they, probably, they definitely is. need to do something um, and yeah, I'm glad they're having a crack at fixing it but I'll be interested to see how it goes that's, the games can sure. become
2: painful to watch though if you do that like I know yeah. you're awful you're a science man you love your technology and stuff but it's yeah. so annoying you can watch like the 80 minute games go for 3 hours now because they have to stop every second time that someone goes over mm-hmm. the trial on the side and then they go to the bunker for so long. Is yeah, They that's... spend more time in the bunker than I do playing golf, <laughs> which is a lot, and <laughs> you've seen that.
3: Yes. <laughs> that is, golf is not one of our better sports. <laughs> right.
2: Exactly. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I know you love your technology, but I'm struggling. If we start getting Hawkeye on forward passes, they're never going to – referees will literally – they don't need to be there. Well, they're going to yeah. stand there and say, you're on side. Thanks. <laughs> they barely even do that, uh, especially when it gets a golden point. We've talked about that before. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, re-
3: yeah referees are slowly <laughs> becoming redundant. Eh? That's right. <laughs> that's an issue. That's exactly oh, well.
2: right. oh, oh well. If um, yeah, doesn't put our job on the line, we'll still have a podcast over here to talk about. Again. Well, we can get a few ex-referees on to chat things with us. Yeah, true. Uh, what about, Mitch, we covered the Titans' new coaching. A big rumor mill tonight as we're recording this is that a guy by the name of Justin Holbrook is going to be announced as coach of the Titans as soon as tomorrow. Wow. Well, yeah. uh, yeah, which we were all expecting Kevvy Walters. Yeah, um, but he sort of no, he was pretty quiet, saying so, that he wasn't interested and he was committed to coaching Queensland. And then all of a sudden tonight, it seems like everyone's uh, pretty sure that this Justin Holbrook is going to coach. And I doubt you would have heard of him. Nope, I have not. Okay, and the reason you haven't heard of him is because he's another coach from England. He coaches St. Helens. He's a St. Helens mentor. Okay, uh, and they're looking like getting him over. Uh, to coach the top is there any coaches left in Australia where well, everyone's coached in England now. Everyone <laughs> we get Michael McGuire came from England. That's one example, which is yeah,
3: great. <laughs> That's all you need. That's yeah. all I need. A <laughs> little data point. That's Make conclusive.
2: There was some other bloke as well. But yeah, was, no, uh, I'm backing yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh yeah, so just a couple of bucks from Australia probably have level two rugby league coaching certificates as yeah, well. There's think. a few courses on around here somewhere, isn't there? Mm, you could, surely. I you think you yeah, could get the well, certificate. Level one might be online only. I'll just throw my hat in there. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, ben Hannett was actually on the news today talking about, uh, you know, it's sort of the, because he's involved in the Titans as well. He was talking about the, uh, how they thought that the new coach was going to be announced and, and could happen very, very soon. Uh, and he said this quote. So, this quote for you, I wanted to get your thoughts here. Gold Coast, um, you know, if they get their coaching appointment right, yep. that they can't think of a better lifestyle to raise your family. Um, cheap living, you know, went on to list all the great things about the Gold Coast and why players should want to come there. I just want to highlight that part. Can't think of a better lifestyle to raise your family. I guess we probably need to be specific about which part of the Gold Coast. I'm not sure that Cavill Avenue is really synonymous Mm. with family living arrangements. Yeah, no, no not ideal. Here we go, guys. We'll just... Rock on down to schoolies. See how you go there. You probably don't want the family there for a couple of weeks of the year, I would think. No, well, the Coast is a big place, but I feel like, Ben, you might need to clarify exactly which part you mean there. The surface paradise probably not the greatest place to bring up your one and two year old kids. Mm. Yeah, no, agreed. Not ideal. No, I probably don't need a don't need a day trip to Condom Kingdom at oh. that stage <laughs> of their lives. You would not think, although. But- Perhaps a day trip there a few months earlier might have. (laughs) (laughs) That's implied that they didn't want the kid. (laughs) Jeez, skin. Um, They might be great kids. they probably go on to be rocket scientists, hopefully. Uh, yeah, Playing the NRL or something. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, what are we else? do? We need to get through here. Uh, do I just went just off the cuff here? Did you see the spray from the netball coach that's making waves? At I did. The, yeah, yeah. You,
3: you were just showing me over you know, oh. yeah. dinner.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. It's probably a poor that's, question. I showed you the video. So yeah, that's a, probably rhetorical. I didn't. That's alright. Yeah. Carry on. Thanks for throwing me under the bus there, Rob Wright. Is the, uh, is the coach of the Colling Netball team that that mm-hmm. video is of. Um, I've always thought that it would be awesome to have a last name of Wright because then when you sort of walked up to people, mainly probably girls, uh, you could just say, hey, I'm Mr. Wright. Oh, mm. yeah, right, that's um, smooth. Yeah, but obviously that's cool. not my name. So, But anyone that is out there, uh, let us know if you've ever used that pick-up line, if your last name's Wright. I <laughs> uh, think, you know. It's very, very powerful. And if you haven't, then give it a crack tomorrow and let me know how you go. Yeah, really miss out if you haven't made the most of that. <laughs> you would have to think so. Um, but the, we, we talked about sort of sprays from coaches last week and that our AFL our coach uh, is capable of giving a massive spray. Um, in yeah. fact, on the weekend, he gave me a wrap at halftime. It was the weirdest experience no. ever. Yeah, he actually got around me. Wow. Well, yeah. um, but, yeah, Rob Wright, one of the great ones, really, that he's, uh, that he's given there, just... How about you go and do something positive, and then I can give you some positives.
3: Yeah, that's not a great cut. Co- I mean, yeah, I, I haven't done my certificate in netball coaching, but I can't imagine that's the greatest mm. technique. Well, certainly just in like the oh, like people especially skills. Yeah, just in people skills in general. Because the 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 player asked for some positive feedback, like she was couldn't yeah. have made coaching any easier. This is no. what I need to get better, and he's just carried on roasting her.
2: Well, surely you can find something, can't you? Like yeah. well, your shoes look nice. To anything, <laughs> yeah, I mean, do. something positive. She does him something positive. Excellent. I love the way you. And in
3: fact, not only did he not have any positive feedback, but he then sprayed her about her attitude for mm. asking for positive feedback, as if that's a terrible thing to do. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm yeah. rattled by that. I would rather copper copper spray from from Reece down at the Alex Hills bombers on the
2: weekend. I reckon that's a stinker spray. Well, Reese has copped a lot more attitude than that. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he doesn't mind dishing it back though that's for sure yeah very true um, alright Mitch well we better move on here we, we've said that we're going to talk quickly and we're still going um, but we yeah 29 we, minutes later these are we need to move on to the social sin obviously. obviously right. it's a social sin we gotta have this try to kill we found some people who got themselves in the deep end. all our last standards are high. so we can let these fly go for
1: 10 a.m revive revive
2: Huge segment of the show, yeah, uh, and just getting Your so many hits. Favorite. Getting so many hits on emails now, so I've got to pump through a few of those. Isn't is again an abbreviated? Uh, it is an abbreviated social sim, but there's a couple that can't go unnoticed. Um, one sent into us on the email here after the Western Bulldogs were beaten by St Kilda, um, 116 to 89, and Des has written as a comment: one word, no guts, no glory. Des, that's unfortunately four words. Yes. Um, did you just <laughs> Which word was he? <laughs> um, he uh, I'm unsure. Maybe he meant no was the word, but then he threw three more words on the back of it. So. Oh, yeah. It's just like a buy one word, get three free. Yeah, that's isn't it? Dead. Yeah, it's a great deal, actually. Very good shopping there from Des. So, uh, Des, unfortunately, due to your lack of being able to count, mm. you are going to have to go to the social sim bin for this week. Um, we've got sort of another... Story, I guess, that we need to cover, um, whether we're going to have time or not. But the we spoke about the Mac Horton one last week, Mitch. Yes. Um, with, yeah. you know, and there's been some well, there's been some huge falling out in that story that we probably need to actually get to at some point as well but we might need to use our other social media platforms to cover that one sure uh but basically mac horton you know there was a picture and we've had this sent in um from grant so thank you very much grant great listener of the show reckons he's tuned in this will be his fifth episode he's tuned in for which is <laughs> about as much as you can tune in for so it's yeah, a good effort nice. um uh, but he sent us the uh, the picture of sort of mac horton uh, standing beside the podium because he didn't come on it. Okay. Uh, would refuse to go on it basically. Uh, and then he he's just sort of some of the photos of some of the comments on here. I'm just gonna read you like a couple of these comments. They are just I mean, unsure if they're if they're just weird. Like real weird.
3: Okay.
2: Um, yeah, all these. So I've got one here that says if you bully son one more time, I will salute all of your family. What? I, I don't know, but I feel like saluting is like a term of respect. Yeah, that's not generally well, the um, first
3: half of that comment
2: was threatening, yeah, and then it was really then it real positive. It's yeah. like a sandwich with no top. Yep. Uh, very odd. The Australian swimmer Horton is in a position to bow down to the bow. Bow down Down to to the bow. bow. I guess it could be bow down to the bow, but that still makes minimal sense to me. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm I'm, rattled there. So I'm unsure about that. Hey, man, you don't have eight abdominal muscles until now. That's a backhanded compliment if ever I've seen one. (laughs) Uh, How can you compare with sun? Uh-huh. Uh-huh with a hyphen in the middle of the two hearts, so <laughs> Nicely included. What does that mean? What's I the issue? don't know. I don't know
3: at all. Is that um, like sun has more abdominal muscles because uh, of the performance enhancing drugs or what?
2: <laughs> <That's laughs> <very> I <nice. laughs> She's very supportive of the performance enhancing drugs, if that's the case. Uh, very odd. Um, and then I've got here, even if you drink all the water in the swimming pool, you won't clean your stinky mouth. What? I mean, that's chlorinated water. Of course, that's not going to clean it. Yeah, no. It and kills every piece of bacteria.
3: Yeah, right. And what has Max said anything terribly wrong? Because standing next to the podium is surely a pretty silent protest. Yeah. Well, it doesn't really. It's certainly not a dirty mouth yeah, right.
2: by any stretch. I do not think. Um, so pretty yeah, much right. everyone that commented on that thread, you are in yeah, the social sim the And Thank you, Grant, for bringing that to our attention. It was very odd to get our heads around. Probably not the easiest to comprehend, but we've got through. Yeah, uh, we've, and then, yeah we've got one more that's been sent in to us as well, mentioned. You would have okay. seen the uh, the umpire proposal on the weekend? Um, oh, oh yes. no, no, you wouldn't have because you are on Warwick, I actually. I feel like this a rings a bell, but, yeah, no, yeah. I don't know much. two so I'll show you this picture here. So, obviously, boundary umpire. Uh, yep. and proposing to Lenny who we've spoken about um, you know on the show before has been the yep. only female field umpire currently in the AFL uh, uh, yes the only one that is ruining all the games that's, right. that's exactly <laughs> right great reference back to our last social scene <laughs> obviously um, and so we have then she's obviously been proposed to which is great and then oh, I think his name's Luke but strange spelling but anyway play on uh, why the yep. would he want to marry her for? She is a terrible umpire. You can't. Look. Potentially, I'm not sure how your relationship <laughs> works, but <laughs> generally, there is a few other things that can go into relationships other than judging someone entirely on their own
3: own their <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the number one criteria oh, in, the, in the marriage, is it? Man? No, well, I don't think so. Do, do you me? think Luke had... like? Because when you haven't been married yet, but when you get married, you sign a contract, don't you, about sort of loving people up in all these uh, conditions? Do you reckon Luke slipped that one into his contract? Luke just maybe signed his armpit in the (laughs) contract
2: instead of his marriage documentation. Luke, uh, that's 10 minutes in the bin for you as well. I'm afraid, but that wraps up our social symbiote again. A very rapid fire one. That was a good one, though. That's that was a good, good. interesting. The quality is getting really, really good, actually. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Quality is getting magnificent. And speaking of quality, actually, Mitch, uh, we have got Marnus Awake. It's 8 a.m. over in. England at the moment, and he's been kind enough to join us. Now, we are actually relying on his Wi-Fi connection, um, so we're hoping for the greatest possible results, but uh, just be warned that if there are some times where it cuts in and out, uh, we do apologize profusely for that, but we wanted to speak to the great man anyway. Uh, So we're with Manus Lavishkakner here. We're very, very fortunate and lucky uh, to get to speak to him on uh, the Milestone episode, our fifth episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. Manus, thank you very much for joining us.
1: It's a pleasure, guys. It's
2: a pleasure. Now, I should warn you that we're actually, uh, it's only just Lee and Mitch from the We Got the Chocolates trio this week. You'd be aware that Baz has, he's chuffed off down to Sydney, um, which is probably good because you'll actually get a word in without him sort of singing, which is usually what he (laughs) tends to do, I guess. So we've giving you a good chance there. (laughs)
1: Sounds good, mate. I'm... (laughs)
2: <laughs> outstanding fantastic Uh man i guess we've got to start by congratulating you mate it's been a been a big week for you uh your selection in obviously the ashes squad and away series there which is going to be a massively exciting time in your life i would have thought well, you, you would have been fairly happy to hear that news after the work that you've done obviously getting yourself over there and having a massive season thus far in county cricket
1: yeah it's um you know it's obviously very exciting to be involved in a in an Ashes series away um and you know it's exciting when you get picked in an Australian squad so um you know it's funny now because you it's like you you're kind of there but now the work starts I mean now it's actually going about how do we win an Ashes series um on foreign soil so it's um it's a really exciting time and um you know we're, we're we're very excited the team's um You know, we're actually training this afternoon, so it's our first sort of training session um, here in um, Birmingham. Oh,
2: that's awesome. Outstanding. Um, and, mate, I've got to ask, I guess, with uh, with sort of, you know, the game starting on Thursday, your time, at which point do you sort of get a note under the door or a tap on the shoulder that says, you know, hey, mate, you, uh, you're either in or you're, <laughs> or you're out. And I know you obviously can't tell us, um, but when, when would you sort of expect to find out? It's surely not just on the morning of.
1: No, no, I think, I mean, right now there's probably no more games. There's no more games or anything leading up to to the first test so um I, I'm, I'm really unsure obviously it's my first uh, ashes tour away so I'm, I'm unsure about how early we would we would know um if we're in or out um but you know i'm assuming maybe a day or or, or potentially even two days before um but like i said you know it, it may be um, depending on the weather here in Birmingham, it could be, you know, even as late as on the on the morning of the test, depending on um, what the wicket looks like and and potentially what team they're looking to Jeez, play. I'll
2: tell you what, if it's on the morning of that, does not leave a lot of planning time for the yeah. we got the chocolate crew to get over to there and cover it. Unfortunately, no, that's
1: not <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's not <laughs> ideal.
2: It's going to be. Um, it, that's We're going idea. to need a little private jet laying around there, I think, <laughs> unfortunately, to get us there.
3: how <laughs> are uh, Skin sorry. on here? Very good.
1: Very good, good news, skin.
3: Mate.
1: Talk about the Lions quickly, boys. There's a lot of AFL lovers out there. Is over it there really? There's a lot of AFL oh. lovers. Yeah, everyone. Everyone over here loves, loves I'm AFL. I'm unsure if
2: you're I'm taking the... On
1: the bandwagon, I boys. think you might
2: be taking the piss. I'm on the, the
1: bandwagon. bandwagon. <laughs> No, 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 seriously. No, no, that's that's the only football they talk about. You've over got here.
3: to be kidding me. Surely you would think soccer
1: gets yeah. a mention. Yeah, no,
2: I think he means within the Australian team. I don't yeah, think yeah. just like the blokes at the so local English pub are talking about the Brisbane Lions. Oh, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, the
1: Lions killing nah. it.
2: Man. you got to get on the bandwagon, man. We'll have to get you on the three-game membership yeah, train well, next year as well.
1: I could, well... I mean, I could jump on the bandwagon like the rest of <laughs> Um What
2: do you mean?
1: Oh, they haven't won a game for three years, and they yeah, it's, right, right, it's yeah. been it's been about two people at the all. There's been about two people at the gather, and all of a sudden they win a few games. Oh, yeah. and they're getting yeah, It's out to this park,
3: Absolutely,
2: my
1: Instagram's just flooding <laughs> with with. With the Lions song post game.
2: <laughs> we've, we've increased in crowd right. size by 12,000 just this season. That's how much we love a win. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. That's how much we were such bandwagon. <laughs> right.
3: We uh, are. You mean, watch. Mean, me, Liam Baz share it every week, so that'll get it in your newsfeed from Fairbank Games, I would think. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. And there's been a few rogue ones as well on my newsfeed. I was like, okay. I don't even know you watch that. As well.
3: <laughs> they probably don't. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, all right, Gage, I've got a got a question here for you. I know you would have caught this a fair bit, um, but I would love for you to give us a rundown of the correct pronunciation of your last name and and any any funny ones that you've gotten over the years.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I thought a guy that I've been friends with. Uh, <laughs> I don't know you would say probably 15 years would pronounce my last name right but he no, still doesn't.
2: No. Did I get um, it wrong on in the intro again? It's cuz I try to embrace um, my no. well, I'm I mean, trying to embrace the Afrikaans shame. version that's why. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but then you got to get <laughs> that. You can't you can't just you can't just drop this dodgy like shag. <laughs> in me. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, that's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I normally have a crack at the Africa um, as well, but it doesn't yeah, go so, well for me.
1: Yeah, so Labashane is just the token. I think with, Like, that's what I'm trying to go okay. with. Just to keep it simple.
3: Yeah, surely most Aussies
2: can handle uh, that.
1: And then, and, and, and I'm trying to get rid of the, like, so people, like, I mean, in Wales, they can say that. Oh, so the Welsh people can actually say it yeah. properly. But, um, no
2: nah, Australians <laughs> I love how you've written them all off, just on the basis of the fact that we can't say it. That's yeah. perfect. Lethal hasn't got it in ten years, so we're all useless.
1: No, but they just can't say yeah, that. No,
2: I've yeah, never been fair. able to get that. Fair um, goal, good. It's very fair. Um and do you do you embrace the uh the Nathan Lyons come out and giving you the loose bus change? Are you a fan of that one? Does that work for you?
1: Um yeah, actually, yeah, it's just one of those ones you just have to, to roll with. You don't really I think, get a choice in your um,
2: nickname, do you?
1: I think, yeah, exactly, and exactly. Just, just roll with it. No, I'm very, yeah. So... Yeah, that's that's one at the moment.
2: Um, And man, you uh, you sort of originally came onto our social media feed uh, via sort of your. I mean, you're the most famous twelfth man I've ever seen, most famous substitute fielder, you'd have to say, through your through your catch at short leg off that exact player Nathan Lyon, and then sort of made waves on social media uh, through your corn catching video. You remember that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 was yeah. Big... Um, obviously it was yeah. one of probably the coolest moments that I've experienced prior to obviously uh, playing test cricket but um yeah that that was uh, a pretty special moment that i probably won't ever
2: forget absolutely so you've, you've always been pretty big on sort of finding ways to prepare for the different situations that you might find yourself in we sort of already know the answer to this question but um but we wanted to uh to get a little bit of insight for the uh for the loyal listeners of the we got the chocolates podcast as to how you've actually gone about preparing uh for english conditions and i guess how they would be a little bit different to playing in australia
1: um well, I mean, I know where you're, you're leading with. Yeah, point, that's right. Um, so make sure you no, get there I, I, at love, some point. Um, I love coming up with new new training. I love coming up with one new training methods and new things um, to do. And obviously, in uh, off season, um, you know, I I, d- I decided that um, you know, obviously, playing in English conditions, there's obviously not as much bounce, um, but there's still a lot of sideways movement. So I am. I, um, I rolled out to Bunnings uh, on the lookout for a for a mat. You know, you, you talk to everyone, and you know, all their journey started in the backyard. You know, it's probably, um, you know, I'm quite a child in that sense that my journey continues in the backyard uh, whilst I'm playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so I I found this mat at Bunnings, and um, obviously uh, we've I've, I've made a fair few balls taped up with uh, big seams and. And trying to you know simulate what it would be like in different conditions, you know, if it, if it, in England, you know, it seems so. I mean, you, you've played many backyard tests, so um,
2: yeah,
1: uh, garage test matches. Um,
2: yeah, we we are definitely. And usually, when we get better at it, you make us bat left-handed as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because I know obviously I've got the advantage. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. being the curator. Yeah. As soon as we sort of uh, – as soon as the game yeah. starts going a bit flat or you feel like there hasn't been a wicket for three or four balls, then you sort of bring out the electrical tape again and make sure that it swings even more or get some nails embedded in the seam or something like that to make sure it goes yeah, I'm, again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we made a
3: seam out of zip ties. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: that's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Zip ties and um, I don't know what that stuff's called that you put around um, – you know you put around like boxes i found that's probably the best cuz really i think you know yeah, what I i'm do. talking about i don't oh, know yeah, how okay. it we're definitely it. but that, that that's what yeah.
2: the theme... we won't be getting them on board as a sponsor of the show cuz we certainly don't a, even yep, know the, what we're talking yeah, about no, but i do I don't um, that, but that's yeah, right. don't know the name but do know what you're talking <laughs> about absolutely
1: yeah um so no that's um yeah so that's the the backyard uh, the backyard sort of garage cricket story yeah, right.
2: outstanding
1: um yeah, so you know it's obviously something I love doing in my spare time. And you've actually, um, um, man,
2: well, you've been over. It's
1: probably contrary <laughs> to most.
2: Sorry, mate. Cut, yeah. you, cut you off there. I apologise. It's not the greatest connection, but that's fine. You've, no, you're no, producing that's fine. gold we for had us. That's I Yeah, um, yeah mate, but maybe you've actually since you've been over there, you've actually bought a new house too, haven't you? So we might have to go and set up the garage cricket uh, pitch in that one for you.
1: Yeah, well, we have to. We have to. We haven't actually. I um, haven't actually scoped out the. <laughs> The mentions uh, of the best Best possible game <laughs> I find that amazing <laughs> uh, But I'm sure uh, I will uh,
3: Yeah we'll have it worked out for you Before you get home Gage
1: Because I actually think we might be able to play it from the back Oh
2: really Jeez that's a game changer
1: Like where the clothesline yeah, is Yeah so
2: much more space too We get some fielders involved
1: Yeah well it, And a little bit sort of more out of my garage Because I think I had to repaint the garage before. <laughs> We uh, moved out of the other house because there were so many marks
2: on the wall. If oh, so you would stop nicking them when I'm bowling to you, then it would probably be all right.
1: Especially, <laughs> especially, especially with the keeping rule. Oh rules. yeah, you know, buys. There's plenty of ones that hit that back. <laughs> yeah, end.
2: That's right. That was yeah, one that of the great, great rules. Thought that that is for sure. Gig. Very tough to keep on that wicket. Yeah.
3: It okay, is. Just, just moving on here. I've got it. Wanted to ask when, when did you start taking your leg spin so seriously? Because I remember. I remember watching you down at Redlands a few years ago and saw you whipped out a few medium paces. When, when, did,
2: you, when did you turn over to Legspin? What was the story there? You used to love the cook about a regulation ball, didn't um, you?
1: Yeah, well, you know, you're always keen on a green Redlands <laughs> wicket to rock out with a cook.
3: <laughs> Early in the morning you at take Redlands, had a few
1: polls. Um, um, no, um. It's hard to say because I've actually been bowling leg spin for like a long time. Um, I've, I've I bowl pace obviously growing up till I was probably about twelve, sort of thirteen, fourteen, and then I decided to take up leg spin bowling. Um, you know, mainly because I thought it was really difficult and it was like you know it was a challenge. I really wanted yeah. to. Uh, I watched the Shane Warne spin of uh, the king of spin. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Video, and I was like, Oh, all right, I'm gonna, you know, try and bowl leg spin. And I mean, for a few years, I was obviously bowling leg spin, but, um, you know, it's probably only the last probably year and a bit. Um, I sort of changed a few things, my run up speed, and tried to be a little bit quicker through the air. And, and um, I've had uh, more success with that. Obviously, um, leg spins is a really tough art, especially, um, if you're the, um, <laughs> sort of in that all-rounder category yeah. you don't you don't you don't have necessarily the time um as a full-time league spinner to yeah. to work on the yard at that mm. sort of if yeah, you know absolutely. what i mean at that continuous bowl because you obviously have you know batting fielding yeah. um so uh, you know i found that you know there's the change in my run-up speed and, and trying to be a little bit maybe a different type of league spinner um helped me with my consistency and um uh, and being able to just be a bit more repetitive and, and consistent in my action and, and and the balls that I was bowling, so that was sort of the the aim behind it. And um and just to bring something different because obviously um at Queensland uh, we have a leg spinner um, in Mitchell mm. Swepson, um and so I just wanted to be um to bowl something different to complement um that combination yeah, as that's well. That's awesome,
2: man. That's unreal. It certainly brings some serious energy to the bowling crease. So, you probably uh, you know, you work up you work up some serious acceleration into the crease there. Yeah, can I just ask as well, Gabe? Yeah, well you'd know mate, you'd know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get the ball out of your hand.
1: <laughs> yeah, well I was just about to say, you know the amount of times you've had to drag me off bowling. <laughs>
2: do you carry on to uh do you carry on to Tim Payne as much when he takes you off as what you do to me?
1: Um, well, I mean my la- the last test I played in Sri Lanka I actually got a wicket and I got taken off next <laughs> ball so Starkey could come on and get ten temper. <laughs> So, yeah, right, which is probably fair enough. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no. Um, probably not as much as when Jimmy takes me off or U- Yeah, Uzi.
2: absolutely. Yeah. No, you got to give Jimmy a grilling.
1: Uzi's a cardinal, mate. Uzman <laughs> Kawaiji is an absolute cardinal. The amount of times he brings me on for one over, I get a wicket, and then he's like, "Oh, man, the rest."
2: <laughs> Job done, are so the little partnership breaker. Though. <laughs> but you want to bowl forty straight yeah. from one end. <laughs>
1: Mate, it happened last year at the Gabba. He brought me on for the last over of the day. I got a wicket, nick off, and I was like, uh, the next morning I was warming up bowling, just assuming I was bowling from the end. <laughs> That's
2: one um, of the great assumptions. And
1: he delivered me the bad news. <laughs> And he delivered me in a bad new, mate. You know what I was like? What do you mean,
2: mate? A bowl, one over, one for <laughs> <two over> one. <laughs> oh, you can't argue with those stats.
1: It at, it at least deserves Absolutely. one more.
3: Absolutely. give us a crap. <laughs> Gebs, I just wanted to ask as well. This is uh, not on the script that Lethal's given me, but genuine question because as a as a wicketkeeper batsman, I don't know a lot about bowling in general, let alone leg spin. Um, but I, I remember when I used to – uh, even just listening to like Shane Warne commentate, he would always talk about wanting to see leg spinners like slow it up and throw like toss the ball up a bit. And Warne used to only bowl at like 80 eighty kilometres himself. Um, and you obviously bowl quite a bit quicker. And you talked about yeah. being quick through the crease. What What is the like? What is the idea behind both both arguments?
1: Well, I mean, like uh, like I was saying, um, it obviously differs in different conditions. I think. Um, if you're playing in conditions, you know, like subcontinent conditions where the wicket is spinning from, from sort of the middle of the wicket, as as you would say the the good part of the wicket, um, you can tend to bowl faster because it's obviously harder to react to to when it's just spinning off the yeah, wicket. Okay. Um, but you know, probably here uh, um, is a good example where it doesn't necessarily spin much off the off the good stuff. It spins more off. Um, the rough so on day one and two you know you do need to be a little bit slower try and beat um beat the batter with with um maybe drift and skid off the wicket rather than necessarily sideways spin and to do that you do probably need to slow it up a little bit and try and um bowl slightly different um but i mean for me like i said it comes down to um sort of what role you play um you know if you're if you're you're a first, you know, another, the number one spinner, then your role is slightly different to, um, you know, what mine would uh, potentially be uh, if I was playing in a test match. You know, it, it, my role can differ a lot. You know, it can be used as a, as a partnership breaker to come on and try and get us a wicket, or it can be used as to give um, the quicks a rest from, you know, 70 to, to 80 overs before the new ball. Yeah, so okay. uh, my role needs to be quite diverse in that sense that I need to be able to hold up an end um, to give the quicks a rest for 10 or 15 overs um, and not go for too many runs or on the flip side, um, you know, when, when they are potentially um, two for one eighty or two for 200 to to come on and, and, and break that partnership. And like you said, then get taken off and, and, and get the quicks back on to try and get it, get a wicket. So, um, yeah, so I think they're the, they're, the, they're sort of the different roles, but in terms of pace, yeah, I'd probably bowl closer, you know, 87 to early 90s yeah. in...
2: Um, You've also got one ball, Goobs, that I can talk from experience that goes at 145 kilometres per hour, I reckon, uh, which is not an overly pleasant one to keep to either when you put two out on the hook as a leg spinner... <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I'm trying to get out a little bit under the radar. Um, I've bowled it a bit here in County. Yeah.
2: Gebs, <laughs> we'll make sure we don't release this um, until uh, after you've bowled it in a please, test match.
1: Please. Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> it, it's more used. Uh, the, the follow-up ball is the one that has um, has worked has worked a little bit this season. But like I said, um, once you bowl it a few times, it's, it gets around the county <laughs> circuit. So people set up for it a bit, and I've got carved over third man a a time. Oh um <laughs> So, it's
2: not not often um, where you expect yeah, to spin but it's, it again. Um,
1: it's still it's still like i said it's one of the, yeah exactly yeah it's, it's not something you expect so sometimes it definitely catches people yeah, off guard. that's right
2: And is there any other any other secret balls with Mitch mentioned uh Mitch mentioned Warney uh a couple of, a couple of times and it feels like every series he used to have a new ball that he was unveiling which was genuinely just actually a straight break
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but is there any that you've got in the pipeline, man? Obviously with the you know, gotta keep them under wraps, but have you been working on a couple, you reckon?
1: Uh I have been working on a couple, but I'm not sure if they're that they'll come out in a <laughs> test match. Um, um they'll come out in a test match, but I have worked on a few different uh balls, maybe for more for shorter formats. Okay. Um but yeah, I think you've played a, a fair bit of flick spin, which is, you know, uh a form another form of indoor <laughs> That's very cricket. Right. Um so it's a similar ball to that, where I just flick it out like a like a flick spin delivery. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm not sure that one's coming yeah, out. Maybe that uh, needs a run in garage.
2: Good. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well. Uh, I'm sure uh, that one's got Leibis, uh probably 10 or 20 times okay. anyway.
2: I'm probably the worst flick spin player of all time. Cannot pick one at all. Couldn't pick my nose. Um, it's quite funny that you brought that up actually, man, because our, our next question, <laughs> we, we've deviated from the script a lot of times, here, but but our next question was uh was actually about how you amuse yourself uh, in your hotel life. You've obviously been on the road for a while now and um, because we do know, as we talked about, you are one of the greatest game creators we've ever seen. You've, had us uh, when we used to go camping on stratty. We had the bodyboard game where you just practice short balls, and but then every second one would skid underground and get your pad ripped yeah, off. That was tough. That was a tough game. A tough game. <laughs> None of your games are ever easy for the batters either.
1: Yeah, I think I think in my personal opinion, the best the best game or garage game is definitely um, the ones that are favourable to the bowlers. Um, <laughs> Because, again, then the run's real quick. So that uh, that's at least my thought. I mean, I think we played, um, played flip-spin cricket uh, on the beach mm. uh, with Hessian on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you know, obviously right. tough conditions oh, that score cool run. So. <laughs>
2: that's not a great deck. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, so you are bringing some of those games out with you uh, over uh, there, mate? The oh games.
1: well, we've played a little bit uh, when I was in when I was in Cardiff. We played a little bit of you know house cricket uh, <laughs> with this uh, new seaming ball that I found. Um, oh, actually, no, one day in Glenmorgan it was raining in Sussex, and we uh, we actually had our whole team playing flick spin. Um, <laughs> including our coach actually our coach was batting <laughs> and we had rough we had like brown sugar and um like you know the little oh, uh, wooden spoons on there for rough
2: <laughs> the cleaners um, would have been pumped so, about that
1: so <laughs> yeah well l- luckily luckily we're playing with a softer ball so it was quite it was more the, the sideways movement rather than you know up and yeah, down you you. um so no it was um, it's good mate there's been a lot of uh, Games is definitely something that I love and, and, and love bringing, so it's, um, yeah, it's
2: very good. And uh, because you used to sort of, you used to actually, when you were a real younger fella, mate, uh, you used to occupy a lot of your time by thinking up new pickup lines that sort of used to be your, your go to skill. Back in the day. Um, But obviously one must have worked particularly well because you've obviously been married for a couple of years now to your lovely wife. So did you find which one was the which one do you reckon was the one that got you over the lawn?
1: Oh I mean, definitely one. I I love I love coming up with cheesy stuff, you know, just stuff. That's sort of my I wouldn't say specialty, but it's definitely something (laughs) I um, I don't know the one that yeah you, you know you you take the ice out of their cup you know now
2: the ice
1: is broken. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and so Manus, right. uh, how are you? That's it.
2: That would have definitely gone um, over the uh-huh. line. That was
1: a classy. Um, it's been <laughs> fun,
2: mate. That's still good. It's it's a lucky
3: lady old Beccos oh. isn't she? An absolute linguist there, Marnus. <laughs> <laughs> got it sorted. <laughs> one last question from Games Gibbs. Um, what are your thoughts on the new Big Bash scheduling coming up this season? Is mm-hmm. um. Lethal was blowing up the other day. I think we've out of the out of the eight teams, five of them are going to make finals this yeah, year. Yeah, that's that right? We covered it
2: earlier on the podcast. Actually, we just we felt like any sort of competition. Well, I felt like I shouldn't put words in Mitch's mouth, but I felt like any competition where more teams make it than miss out on finals is starts to become a little bit. Nah, Ordinary. And, <laughs> no, obviously, I understand that your bills are being paid by Cricket Australia. So <laughs> you know, I, really don't <laughs> I don't want you to bag them. but uh, but we were going to get your thoughts. Is it something you look forward to?
1: Um. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I think at the end of. Obviously, I didn't play much Big Bash last year, so I wasn't um sort of in and around it. it. It did, you know. Obviously, I think it did feel like it went for too long. You know, I think um it lost interest. Not interest, but it just lost that. You know real key public eye um, t- towards the back end of the competition, and that's not really what you want uh, for finals, and I think they've made that a really good change there um, in trying to compact it and um, you know play more games in a shorter time period and you know the, the you know ideally it's great for cricket, you know the more the more cricket we get on TV, the better it is for the game. Um, I'm not, yeah, obviously I'm, I'm not too fond of, of the final. I'm, I'm, I don't know really much about the final structure. I haven't read into it too much, but, um, you know, I, I, I think there probably has to be some sort of greater reward for the team that comes first over a 14 game yeah, absolutely. period. I think that's something you saw last year. Um, I'm not sure what the final structure was last year if it was just um, straight semis or yeah straight um, knockout straight if it knockout yeah straight last year. yeah straight knockout which which I think I think that's probably a good change because I think if you if you come first in a 14 game series um, you've clearly been the best yeah. team yeah so there should be some sort of reward um, if that means that you get two goes in the semi final or or that means you're straight through to the grand final and uh, and the other four teams play out to play you. Um, I think that's a quite a quite a good focus point. So, yeah, I, I'm, you know, obviously the five teams making finals does leave it wide open, which potentially creates more interest around the game. Anyway, I think um, because you know there's more teams towards the back end that aren't out of the competition and and, and sort of not playing with that, that intensity that you you, you might see um, if they were still you know potential to make it
2: yeah absolutely it's not often not often you disagree with me but uh you've thrown a bit of egg in the face there (laughs) what i said earlier on the podcast but that's okay that's why you're on great (laughs) diversity of opinions
1: no well i I mean i I think i think like you said um you know five teams making it more than half the competition making a final is making finals you know is different but like i said you've got to look at it from the, the public view and and you know, the more interesting cricket the public get to see, the better it is. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of, you know, dead rubbers for the last two or three games um, and then the, 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 the competition really tapering off before that finals period um, is not really what you, you want, you know, with that finals period coming in. You, you want everyone to be interested in and on the edge of their seas to see who's going to be in the finals. Um, and like, you said, like I said, um, the reward, um, I think, for coming first um, – You know, needs to be slightly greater.
3: No, with you. That's good,
2: Gabe. It's good to hear your point of view on that, man. We uh, we appreciate the time that you've given up for uh, for us so much, mate. It's obviously a busy and exciting time in your life, and so we uh, we wish you all the best over the next couple of days, and uh, and obviously, hopefully, uh, we get to see plenty of you late at night over here, Australian time, um, when the test starts on Thursday. So. Thanks so much for joining us on We Got the Chocolates, mate. The podcast here, episode five.
1: Thank you very much, guys. It's been it's been a pleasure, and it's uh, yeah, it's exciting to obviously share my thoughts and and have a chat with uh, with you guys. So um, let's hope Australia gets the chocolates. Oh out. yeah, oh, good perfect, Jesus.
2: mate. That's a great way to round it out. Thank you so much. Cheers, mate. Yeah, wonderful stuff that you've got to say. And we do thank Manas so much for his time. He's provided something for everyone there, aspiring test cricketers and aspiring backyard cricketers. Mitch, this is a, a big event because this is the last time for you and I um, that we will actually, we've written a fantasy-related song. Um, mm. due to the fact and the reason that's the last time for a while obviously we'll, we'll still be going next year we'll be back bigger and better but oh, yeah, cool. um, but for certainly for the off season we're going to have to change our topics of some because we are both done fantasy wise in our league we've both been punted from the eight missed it that's it no, done. No, see you later oh, that like, was the last <laughs> round and I didn't even see anything is that what you're me? correct well no, I mean right. we can still play for our ranking yeah, um, okay. but the boys have qualified and they're uh, the top eight they are you Know into the finals, well, which is a bit stiff because by like the big bash's theory, it should have been that's yeah, 14 really, teams actually, so I've we should have got was, yeah. at least 12 in there. Yeah. Um, so that, that is a bit stiff, but yeah, so we are we are yeah. done, and um, and Mitch, so because we're done, I guess you should probably actually tell us how you went on the weekend because uh, you're probably finding out for the first yeah, time, yeah. right. Well. let
3: me have a look, yeah. How have I gone? Total score for the week of 2073 which I don't know how everyone else has gone but that sounds a lot worse than my previous
2: weeks doesn't it um, yeah it does um, actually I think you've been in the 2100
3: yeah I feel like I've least. been hitting 2100 recently let me have a look see who I see who I had um, yeah here we go Skin Strugglers 2073 defeated by uh, the Nongers oh, yeah.
2: 2170 Man, they go right in the Nongers yeah yeah not a bad team yeah Obviously, uh, appropriately yeah. named the Skin Strugglers by the sounds. Yeah, seriously. I
3: think I started out last season as Skin Stars and then realized halfway through I was, I was struggling. So I, was, I changed <laughs> <It's a good laughs> change. Change the alliteration. It's a great, Anyways, great change. So I've gone, down, I've gone down by about 100 points there. I've had, I, I've had a, a few nightmares. And I, I, I remember because I tried to get my changes in on Thursday night, and I remember I was struggling. I didn't have enough money for a downgrade upgrade combo, so I've gone two sideways changes trades, yeah. and it's not done a lot for me. So, you
2: had um, a couple of rare trades there, didn't you? Like just to get that sort of pot luck, yeah, exactly. I was really hoping, That's, hoping Eddie Kerno like, would pull something out yeah, of the back. You for needed Kerno to get 180 and Stuart to get 160 for those to be. Brilliant trades, really, didn't you? Yeah, I was really
3: throwing all my eggs in one or two baskets, but that's all right. Yeah. And then Grundy's had it on there as well as me captain. So Oh, yeah. I, the think I mean, on you the and everyone else did that. Yes. I did that,
2: actually. Actually... The Nongus did not do that. No, that's so I've probably the other one. Yeah, so I've lost by 100 <laughs> points and his captain scored 100 points more than me. So that's oh, who was his captain? Uh, Taranto. Uh the Tarantula. Yes. gets it done every time. he? more faith in him. Uh, uh,
3: that's me for the season. Yes. What have you got for us, lately? Uh Well,
2: I got 2,196, so Jeez. I won my, my battle in the league there. Uh, yeah. It's similar with the... No Grundy, obviously. That um, was uh, well. I had Grundy as yeah. as sort of yeah, captain. That so was an issue. That was an issue, and that, and it was on a Friday night too, wasn't it? That game. So it sort of ruined your weekend. Mm. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, like I'm just going to make my captain now on a Sunday afternoon so I've got something to look forward to, <laughs> I think. That's my that's my theory. From, the well, that's something we can include for, you know, things that we do really, really well to finish in the top 19,000. Okay, yeah. Um, so we'll get that involved for next year. But, yeah, uh, that's me. I'll finish ninth uh, outside of the league, one win outside the league, uh, Yeah, which is devastating, season over. Um, just in front of you, Mitch, actually, you finished 10th in the league. Um, you beat me yeah I've got it got you Uh, that's heartbreaking I've been in front of you all season yeah no you have dusted you in the end a couple wins there jeez I've gone five losses on the trot that really explains it Mm, not great form from you (laughs) that's for sure Uh, and probably your coaching contract would be up for negotiation as well (laughs) I would have thought certainly missed the eight so in Port Adelaide you are done (laughs) I'm done Mm. but that's right. Um, but Mitch uh, there's something that's been bothering me the whole year And so I couldn't go through uh, the fantasy season without writing a song that reflects these feelings. And I know that there'd be plenty of fantasy owners or fantasy players out there who have this similar issue. Um, and so I've chosen this week, and you're going to actually give me a hand to sing this song because Baz is away, so we'll give him a week off yeah. so he should be in a better mood
3: by next week. Yeah, I like it. I'm just going to take the chance to apologise in advance for everyone that has to listen to my vocals here. Mm. It's not going to be pleasant, but oh, that's all right. At never. least the lyrics will be
2: humorous. Yeah, never is pleasant, that's for sure. Uh, but that's fine, so you certainly won't be letting us down there at all. Um, but we, I'll well, sang a song now because I was really, really excited about this one particular guy, and it's not often that I like to – write songs about only one person, but uh, given that it is the last week that I'll be writing a fantasy song for some time, this needs to be done. Um, And that person that I was excited about purchasing at the start of the year was Angus Brayshaw. And he's dropped about $259,000 throughout the course of the year. And he was someone that I stuck by through thick and thin. He pumped out a couple of hundred scores uh, at the start of the year. And I thought it was brilliant. And then, well, the song's really just going to take you on the journey. Yeah, okay. uh, But just to
3: clarify, you've held him the whole season?
2: The entire season, since
3: day dot. Even though every week we talk about wanting to trade him out.
2: Yeah. Well, every time that I wanted to trade him out, it just so happened that I also had nine other people I wanted to trade out. Yeah. he sort of managed is, to yeah, just somehow stay, to stay in. Go for uh, yeah, he just he managed to stay there. Um, so, I mean, the song, I do have to give some credit here, don't I? Uh, the song was originally sung by Belinda Carlisle. This song was called, well, probably still is called, yep. uh, Heaven is a Place on Earth. <laughs> but on this particular podcast, it is called Ooh, Angus, do you know what you're worth? I like it. It goes a little something like this.
1: Ooh,
3: Angus, do Do you you know know what you're you're worth? (laughs) Your selection has really hurt. I know without you I would have come first.
2: Mitch, put in your two cents worth.
3: Your selection has really hurt. Hello. On well. <laughs> <laughs> when the teams come now We see your name and wanna best on the ground You look good first round
0: And in the third with
3: your one two nine You were starting to bloom I thought you'd found your groove But then you had enough That sharing you became neglectful Love, Who Angus do you know what you're worth? Your selection has really hurt I know without you I would've come first Mitch, put in your two cents worth. Your selection has really hurt. When Uh, I check my uh, phone, I look for you and and I have to scroll down down low. (laughs) And in round 19, you scored 66 and that just baffles me. 7.50 in the beginning It's a nightmare I keep reliving Take me back to before round four I'd get you out for Clayton Oliver Ooh, Agus, do you know what you're worth? Your selection has really hurt I know without you I would have come first Bitch, put in your two cents worth. Your selection has really hurt. (laughs) Banger. feet mash. Oh, Tuna Horno. we
2: Very impressive. Um, You know that, like, generally, if you could sing in time, it would be slightly more (laughs) helpful. Ah, (laughs) brand new information. (laughs) One of the great choruses ever When you were singing outside of the musical notes That's exactly what we wanted Yeah, Basil could have shed some light on me <laughs> no. of that last week no. Thanks mate uh, I mean, you did it without complaining So,
3: to step on base. Yeah, got something going for me at least <laughs> Yeah,
2: that's right So, I love the attitude you bring your skin on Effort Excellent Performance uh, Debatable uh, Satisfactory <laughs> Uh, Satisfactory, maybe it's definitely your report card. Yeah, at least Basil's got some competition. Keep the standard high next week. Yeah, we might have to go for a little trio. We get like two backup vocalists, and then I'll just take us away. Yeah,
3: right. A bit of harmonizing. Mm, I like it. it.
2: It'll be the Jackson Five, but only three of us.
3: Makes sense, I guess. Hmm.
2: All right. Uh, Well, that's pretty much all we've got time for, Skimble. Actually, all we had time for was about 10 minutes ago, so uh, we should really wrap it up now. We should, yeah. Um, So you've been great, Mitch. Um, It's just been me and you tonight, but I think we've covered some great information. Um, Obviously, though, if you feel like we haven't covered great information, don't let us know. Uh, But if you do have things that you want us to speak about on the next episode, then there's plenty of avenues for you to get in contact with us. We've now got Instagram, we've got Facebook, we've got Twitter, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes. Uh, but most importantly, send us your emails. Please, Mitch, what's that address again? We got the chocolates at gmail.com. Thank you. Yeah. That is where we want to hear any social simbin news you might have, any topic that you want us to cover. Thank you very much again, guys. Thanks for spending your evening with us. Uh, and we look forward to speaking to you again the same time next week. Thanks, Mitch. Thank you, Lethal. Cheers, guys. Have a good week. Bye.